I moved. Oh, there we go. When it comes to even when shit gets hard, I'm going to make sure that I'm around to hold you. We'll never leave the side until the day I die. I'm gonna recognize that this game can be hard. Long as you go with me, we are here by your side away. So I love that song. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What a Time with JD and Jasmine. Um, so shortly after we recorded our last episode, we got some devastating news wow, that right. John Witherspoon passed away. Um, I should probably open my notes, huh? You. <laughs> it would be a good idea. I have no idea. Like you, like I was so shocked that Jazz just started with that. I was like, "Oh my God, it's so smart." We can start talking about John Witherspoon, and here I am on the other end of the spectrum. You know me; I don't be doing my homework. I'll be trying for class. I'll be doing nothing. And she sent me a note. I ain't open that thing up. So this is gonna be <laughs> honestly, y'all listen to a podcast you never heard before. Me too. <laughs> um. Okay. Getting back to a serious moment. Oh, yeah. It feels like a little bit of old news, but we didn't get to address it. We did bring him up in the last episode because we were speaking on the Wayans brothers and we had this moment where we wish like, dang, I wish we said a little more. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that we even brought him up. We've discussed John Witherspoon before because we um, we did a retrospective of uh, Friday and he came up then also. And we did a little bit better of a job then than we did this last. Yeah. (coughs) Blue for real. <laughs> Every time I cough like that in the middle of a conversation, I think Eddie Murphy's, what's the matter? Your mustache too big <laughs> from, uh, from life in the blue for real. Mm. But anyway, okay. Um, we just want to send some condolences and love to the Witherspoon family. It's a tough loss mm. in comedy, a tough loss in entertainment. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. May um, you bang, bang, bang into eternity. Ah, oh, I forgot the, the song. It's going to be me and you again. again. Oh. Or you and me again. One of the two. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Because uh, it's, it's either way, you're together. And that's the <laughs> most beautiful part of the song. Exactly. Yeah. Changing gears really quickly. So apparently, Growing Up Hip Hop now has a New York edition. Wait, they had Growing Up Hip Hop? I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't know. I know there's an Atlanta one and there's a New York one. Okay. And uh, I, damn, what is this one? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Either way it goes, um, some of the Murder Inc. crew are on this season. Are you ready? Specifically, Ja Rule and Irv Gotti. They're two of the main people on the show. I guess not. <laughs> so. <laughs> And so they're having this. I haven't watched a lot of it. I've Mm. seen some bits and pieces to say this. They are in talks of doing a Murder, Inc. reunion show. And that would be dope as hell. They have patched things up with Charlie Baltimore. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, Irv Gotti pretty much fell out with every damn body. Let's Let's be real. 
But I think they're having trouble getting probably Ashanti and Lloyd on board, which we're going to need them. If this is going to work, you, you're you not going to be successful without Ashanti. Ashanti's integral. You're just not. A- Ashanti's you almost, almost as important, if not more, than Ja Rule. Yeah, you might get away with not having Lloyd, but you absolutely need Ashanti. So, But getting away without having Lloyd is one thing, but what an addition he would be. So, J.D., so JD, will you be here for a Murder Inc. reunion tour? I, I honestly don't want Ja Rule to make any money. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like, I mean, I, I I respect exactly what Murder Inc. was. Ja Rule has been such a disappointment um post his reign that I, I kind of like would just prefer that he make whatever couple since he makes off Spotify and that just be it. I don't want to see him. I'm good. I understand that. I think it would be dope. I just wish that Ja Rule and Irv Gotti wasn't just such disasters. Um, well, I just, because I, this could be a really dope idea. And I did see a piece where Charlie Baltimore, she got into like a freak accident. Mm-hmm. Like she was on vacation and she tr- got on this high ass like horse sculpture or something and fell off of it and like fucked her legs up that's kind of wild it, it i, I mean it wasn't like all. a car accident or nothing like she was trying to do like, like a sort of photo a freak, op like or something it was like a literal freak accident where she was just doing something casual and she ended up hurting herself that's really wild. bad so it's kind of focusing on if charlie baltimore can do a tour and be on her feet that long and all mm. of this and that but i don't know i guess in conclusion we're iffy no you know what i'm I'm going to add something to the fact that I don't think this is a good idea. And it's the fact that those artists don't have enough to perform without Ja Rule. It's not really a lineup. It's really Ja Rule's concert without Ashanti and Lloyd. Because the Murder, Inc. songs, I mean, Lil Moe's got some Lucy's. Vita nor Charlie Baltimore have Lucy's. And who knows if him and Lil Moe have... Uh, made up. Yeah, I mean, this, I don't this know is where not a, this Vita, is not a joint effort by any means. It's I don't just know Rule. if Vita has popped up or not. I'm not sure. Irv has nothing to perform. He's not a musician. He doesn't have any music. Ja Rule, uh, the artists that are making it to this show are just his featured hook singers. <laughs> That's it. There's no show. So at the end of the day, this is a Ja Rule show. And well, are you ready? I guess not. Drums, please. Drums, please. <laughs> You've got mail. Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Uh. Hello, Moto. Um, let's start the show with some music anniversaries. Um, so let's start with Nas Nostradamus. Um, November 23rd, 1999, he had the, um, title track Nostradamus. We know Mm -hmm. that song, but we know what really, really shook the table and made us dance. Come on. Say what's your price, uh-huh. just to back it up, you can hold my ice, uh, uh, now let's say you are, oh, oh, yeah, hold me back like 
spent. Pay me back when you shake it again. We're done all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. All the time. Um, I got questions. I got questions as well. I don't have <laughs> answers. What's up? What you? What kind of questions you got? Ask your questions. Short shorty, say what's your price? What's your price? He asked her price. Yeah. To back it up. Okay, is that part? Okay, shorty, say what's your price? Mm-hmm. Just to back it up. Mm-hmm. You can hold my ice. Mm-hmm. Is that? Is he saying I'm gonna pay you in ice, but you just gonna hold it? Like, was that the payment for her dance? See now, I always thought of you owe me as like a. This girl owes me sex for like something. I don't know. You know, people like to say things that you know like that, which is a crazy notion in general. But it sounds more and more like, like he hired a prostitute. The more I listen to it, and now that sounds really whack. No, okay, but my I'm confused because they asking her her price, but then saying she owed them. I, owe me back like you owe. When you back it up, you gonna owe me. I'm so confused. You know who what? owes I, who and who's doing what? I'm going to take it up a notch and just tell you that I think I told somebody recently that Nas kind of J Cole his way onto this track. When I say joke J Cole, the thing that people don't like about J Cole is whenever he tries to make something kind of fun and or sexual a little bit deeper than it needs to be, because there's a point in this song where he's like, "Owe me back like forty acres to blacks." Listen, okay, you've gone a step too far here. We're partying, <laughs> we're dancing, everybody's having a blast. Slavery. Yeah, he's like, oh, me back like reparations. <laughs> this is a shift, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. Can you just imagine grinding up on a nigga and him being like, yo, that's right, dance on me. Just like just like America owes my people, they, they laying back. Go ahead, you grind up that, on me. You owe me that ass, Yeah, girl. exactly. <laughs> owe me back like you pay your taxes. You know tax day coming up. This is this is triggered. Owe me back like rent. Owe me back like some taxes. I'm triggered. I'm done dancing. I'm going home. Party's over. Where's the checks and balances <laughs> in some of these lyrics that came out of this uh, of this era? Because sometimes I need somebody to be like, stop it someplace. You <laughs> know, like 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 Nas says, hey hey Timberland, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say owe me black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Timberland, I'm gonna say owe me back like forty acres to blacks. And Tim was just like, yes, that's the line. Keep that in there. What happened there? This is the second time Timberland produced a song that may or may not have a direct that we just we discussed because we did we need a resolution and there was kind of murky on the direction in which the lyrics are going in that song too. I like so I, I just want y'all to run some of y'all shit through your friends first because if you out here like you like yo I'm gonna be a rapper I got a bunch of metaphors I got a bunch of bars come come see me I'm not gonna judge you for nothing but your material but I might be like hey listen this one line right here edit that <laughs> like edit, like edit that before you say some take shit, that like, part out take that out like uh, undo that re- redo copy paste put something else there something yes. cooler yes. than forty acres to blacks yes you got anything else to say about it? It? Oh, oh my god the music video yeah i'm about to say that. i don't know if you guys remember this music video destiny's child with the fresh farah was in it yeah i i have i must have not watched that video in years because i totally forgot about that we have a whole destiny's child in the video and this is 1999 2000 this video was probably shot in 2000 I didn't even like 
think about the timeline of Destiny's Child having Farrah in it. Like, Say My Name did come out in 2000, but it felt like, damn, so long ago. I was thinking 2002, but I guess that's kind of when Beyonce started going off by herself. I don't know. Either way it goes, they make an appearance. They just dancing through everybody's video in this era. I mean, so things are weird here for me as a big rap fan because shortly after this moment, we're about to get what is one of the greatest beats of all time in um, Jay and Nas' Ether Takeover. Now, the consensus <laughs> growing up was always that Ether just completely lit Jay up because people use Ether as a, and a verb. I mean, uh, a verb, I'm sorry. People be like, oh, you got Ether because of Nas, right? Mm -hmm. um, I personally... I think Jay-Z's takeover is actually kind of a solid effort and maybe a better one as far as it's a better beat, better song. But Nas is really in real life about to meet Khalees. That's really a thing, mm -hmm. if not already kicking it. Mm -hmm. And Jay is really in real life about to meet his wife if they're not already kicking it because Beyonce makes an appearance in H to the Izzo, you know, and that's just a few months later. And this is just such an interesting time right now and it seems like a conversation would have had to have been had with beyonce <laughs> about what happened what here because this is not a great look for Jigga <laughs> at all at all ah, hey <laughs> let's move on to our second anniversary cisco's unleash the dragon november 30th this album made it to number two on the charts uh, that is impressive Okay. Did and should have. Now, this first single, you might not remember it off title, got to get it. But when it was playing, I was like, I do know this song. Mm. The Jazz was in the car. She told me it was a favorite song of all time. Do I have to do what? I don't know. I didn't hear. He what said, do I have to grab the back of your neck <laughs> to make you listen to me? All right, uh, move to the chorus. Let's get past all that. Rah, rah. We think about it. I got to get, got to get. Just let me hit, just let me hit it. I kiss the lips of that grenade bolt. I bet he won't. Baby, I can be a Anyway, then the next single. <laughs> those lyrics might be a little. Uh, yeah, so let's move on to the next song. That's like two songs in a row about like legitimate sexual coercion hey he he changes he changes the pace after this oh yeah he does change the pace after this and this is not the cisco that we know that from these are the times because that <laughs> man was ready to wait okay okay all right and what's next is what's next? next yes thong song is not the direction not the exact right direction from what we were saying but you know what it's a it's a bop Cisco, uh, Cisco was on Twitter some years ago, and he says, "Yo, I just got a check from one of my favorite shows, American Dad. I guess Rod of the Alien said thong, the thong, thong, or something." <laughs> oh shit! 
shit. It is such a funny tweet because he's got he, me he a write, check. I got he, a check. Hey. He literally got a royalty check that says uh, American Dad. And right, he took a picture, but he was like, "Yo, I just got a check from one of our favorite shows." I guess Roger says thong to the thong thong or something <laughs> like that. But either way, that shit was funny. Paid. Yeah. This song is played. This song is. Yeah. I feel like I we talk it. about thong song a lot on Twitter. Like I said, he changes the pace, and we also got a beautiful ass. This ballad. is this is like this is high on the list for me. I like this song. I know the lyrics to this damn song right here. Singing, I'm getting my mic because I knew I was gonna be singing. <laughs> Jazz was looking at me. I, I'm getting my mic because I was you like, unmute I'm it? It up. I, yeah, I unmuted you. Can you hear me? Yeah, all right. Well, then, yeah, I unmuted it. But, Shit. fuck. Oh, oops, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something else to say about it? No, I love this song. So, that was our 20 year anniversaries. Hope you guys go back, listen to that classic music. Some of y'all still bumping this, and that is okay, too. Yeah, um, shout out to Cisco. Shout out to Nas. Incomplete should, should still be on y'all's R&B list. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Moving on to our main subject. Yeah. We back for part two of the Wayans Family Extravaganza. It's a Wayans Bonanza. A <laughs> Wayans Bonanza. Bonanza. Wayans Palooza. <laughs> um, we've been talking about the Wayans for a long time now, especially yeah. because we have gaps Months. in episodes. Months. And this Seriously. is episode three, technically, about the Wayans. It might seem a little heavy on at, the way. At the end of this it. year, y'all just going to be like, all y'all talked about was Pharrell <laughs> and Wayans Brothers. Y'all going to be like, these niggas spent the whole year on the Neptunes and the Wayans Brothers. They ain't talking about but shit. But see, but see, that should let you know about how much we got left. His quality, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is good shit. It's amazing. So we've gone through the '90s. Part two, we're gonna give you the things they did in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
starting with, I just wanted to mention this, Requiem for a Dream. Did I say that right? Requiem? You said it amazingly. You killed it. Okay. I'm not being sarcastic. It sounds like I'm being sarcastic. My tone is very (laughs) misleading, isn't it? I'm making a face like I'm lying, but I mean (laughs) it. You sounded great. Continue. Um, that movie came out in 2000 and Marlon Wayans plays what? A, he plays a drug addict, right? He plays a drug addict and he kills it. Um, this is really an art house film. Yeah. Um, y'all know Darren Aronofsky. Remember Black Swan? Yes. That's him. This is one of his earlier works. I've seen it. It's just been so long and I remember it being very like dark and artsy and shit. You know, yeah, it's one of those types of movies. It's dark and artsy and shit. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. When I saw it, that's what that's what they said. Rotten Tomatoes. They said this gets a ninety nine. It's dark and artsy <laughs> and shit. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention it just because Marlon was able to show some range. So early on, to be honest with you, because I mean, this is very much he's still got so much work ahead of him. If, if anything, this is introducing Marlon Wayans to. Um, society as a whole mm-hmm. yeah um next up my wife and kids 2001 to 2005 uh starring damon wayans i wish i could drop a theme song for this but it really isn't one why is there no theme like, songs doop, to doop, my wife and kids doop, doop, just intro boop why they decided to skip over that because you know it came on after or before George Lopez and they got that low runners everybody Mm -hmm. loves that intro they don't have an Mm -hmm. intro for wife and kids but uh, ABC was doing um, ABC was doing what's the word I'm looking for ABC was doing colored people things uh, on that night it was colored people night who else was there George Lopez and Damon Wayans that was their that was oh. their their effort. What, what it, like whatever whatever some black whatever the the blackish fresh off the boat night is now <laughs> was George Lopez wife and kid at the time. <laughs> okay, I'm following. I'm here. Uh, we've talked about my wife and kids a little bit. Uh, we always kind of tease it. We probably should do a full episode because it is it is a good ass show, and I'm so glad it's in syndication as much as it is because it is a good show to just know it's on and it's always it's, good. It's so dumb that you you can have it on, do anything else in the world, kind of enjoy it, <laughs> and that not feel like you missed the beat. If if for some reason like you missed three scenes of wife and kids, you're not like well lost that. Turn no. the channel. Nope, it's fine. You're just going to keep it going because these these niggas is just walking around <laughs> being stupid, ridiculous. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, this is a flyer for the Rap Academy. What the hell is a Rap Academy? Oh, it's like a rap versity but smaller, more one-on-one attention. So yeah, it, it's insane. It's probably one of the corniest, funniest shows of all time because it's it's funny based in corny humor. The thing about the Wayans is a lot of their bits are like real Simple. life. It's yeah. it's real life things like the whole um you remember the episode Make Me Laugh or Die or something like that? There's an episode where they played Make Me Laugh or Die. I don't know and what that is. You have to just make each other laugh. Or di- or die? <laughs> you have to do there's a consequence if no okay. one. Okay, all right, okay. All the family plays it. Okay. It's a real game that the Wayans used to play as a family. It sounds familiar as in something I've played before as a child child, but I just don't remember the episode or anything like that. And also there's a running joke about how 
Damon's character had a club foot. He really did have a club foot oh, in real life. Oh, wow, that's funny. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know the connection at all. Yeah, so I, it's just they interesting. They call club foot, Willie? Was that somebody? That was somebody <laughs> else. I don't know, but it's just, if you really pay attention to the Wayans, a lot of their comedy is just like real life shit, and it comes up a lot specifically in My Wife and Kids. Wife and Kids is a testament to that thing you feel whenever you watch bloopers where mm-hmm. you're like, you only watch bloopers because you enjoy watching your favorite people look like they're having fun. Because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous for you to think that this is funny. Like, right. Like, watch people move as much of their lines. Like, people love that shit so much, but it's really just because it humanizes people you think a lot of. Mm-hmm. This show is full of people that it's like a long blooper reel. The whole thing seems like they're just <laughs> having too much fun. Yeah. And and I think it's one of the one of the largest family-based sitcoms you see because there's so many outskirt people in that show that means so much to that world that they created. Yeah. Between like Franklin and Calvin. Mm, is that right? And even Calvin's wife and um uh Cat Williams's character, which is ridiculous. I mean, there's like D Rays, everybody's in this show. Steve Harvey's in it for, for in a second. Uh David on Greer's in it for a second. I mean, he got his friends stacked all through this show. Yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. Most deaf. I love that episode. I He's do in the wheelchair. Too. That's a good episode. Where everybody keeps saying, uh, they keep saying something about um, him walking, and he's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Most deaf was a paraplegic in the episode, and Claire goes, oh, I keep putting my foot in my mouth. He goes, Lucky you. Oh my God. That shit was funny as hell. And, and this is off topic. I won't go long with this. Most deaf is funny. Most deaf has always been funny. I agree. Yeah. Um. Next up. Uh, scary movie one and two. There was more of them made. There's a three, four, and a five that came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how that is. But the Wayans only appeared in one and two, and Keenan Ivory Wayans directed them. Um, scary movie one or two? Do I prefer one or yes. two? Um, one. One for for some for a reason that Jazz and I have discussed on this show where our our lane of scary movies. Can you go to the poll actually and check it for me? Yeah, because I would like to know where it stands right now. I posted <laughs> Jazz it. Just pointed at me. <laughs> I posted it last <laughs> night, and I want to see what the people think. Me specifically, I like Scary Movie One because I've, I'm figuring it out. It's because I like the movies they spoof, like the real movies. So I connect more with Scary Movie 1. Scary Movie 1 was a spoof of more of the teen films that we've talked about. Like, I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream. So I already love those movies. So the spoof version was still as fun. Scary Movie 2 is more of like the paranormal stuff. And so it didn't connect as much with me because I don't like those movies like paranormal activity and the ring and all that. Like, I'm not. Those weren't my shit. Right. And to be fair enough, well, two things. One, I opened up the What a Time Instagram, and the first thing I saw was Jennifer Love Hewitt kissing her man. And I'm, it, that's <laughs> ridiculous. All right. I can't stand Jennifer Love Hewitt. Secondly, <laughs> people chose Scary Movie 2 more than Scary Movie 1. What's the percentage? percentage? Oh, 62% did 2 and 38% 1. Well, naturally. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of. I think the little hand man really makes that movie. I think people have a connection to him specifically because he was funny as shit putting his little hand in all the food and stuff. Well, you know, I, I do want to note the fact that 3, 4, and 5 kind of go on to be funny-ass movies. That's but, where we got that ring scene yeah. with Brenda 
It's sitting in the chair and the ring comes out and it's a whole. So the thing is, I know for a fact that there's drama about the shift here. And I completely forgot to do more research on exactly what that is. But Why Marlon, the Wayans wasn't involved? Yeah, Marlon and Marlon and Sean go into it on a on a podcast, and I need to I need to revisit that. We might cut this out because we don't have the information. I don't have time to figure it out either. No, but just but, making the statement, there's yeah. a reason. There, there's a reason. There's a there's a good reason why the Wayans family is not affiliated with three, four, and five. But if I'm not mistaken, royalties are are being made for life from that name because they bought the name. And scary movie, the name was just so. But okay, them not being involved. It still gets them money based on the fact that these films are a continuation of their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 I'm sure they're getting royalties regardless, but I thought that they would be EPs of the rest of them. Like, they should be listed no, as No, I don't think their they're names not, are not. I'm looking in at any right of now. the credits. They're not. But I do want to note that Malcolm Lee did Scary Movie 5, and Malcolm Lee has blossomed okay. into a, a great comedic director. Okay, so you know how much we already laugh about... Um, I know what you did last summer and how they ran over the guy. He wasn't exactly dead. You know how we laughed yeah. about that? Mm-hmm. And like you, you coming back to kill me because you almost killed. You coming back right. to kill like me because it's, you almost. It's a ridiculous beef to have. So they just took it like way further in the spoof. Like they, the kids run over the guy. He is up. Like he's like, I'm fine. I'm good. Like I'm gonna go home now. Right. And then they kill him. So, so they, they like. Our joke had been told essentially on the, just right there. It had been yeah. told. The guy literally gets up, not a scratch. Yeah. He's totally fine. He's like, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go. And then they kill his ass. <laughs> I, I can run you the movies that they're parodying like to a T. Uh, Scary Movie 1 is Scream. I know what you did last summer. Sixth Sense and The Matrix. Yes. Scary Movie 2 is The Haunting, The Exorcist, What Lies Beneath, which is actually kind of a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, Poltergeist, Titanic, The Amityville Horror, and Charlie's Angels for some reason. Hmm. But she's probably some little pop culture blip. They do that. Yeah, now. or it's something the girls did. I, I don't remember right. specifically. I mean, and it goes on and on and on, you know, for a bunch of, you know, periods of time. Scary Movie 5 ends with, like, Medea and Inception, some shit that's really recent. You know, fit, like, Fifty Shades of Grey is being spooked in Scary Movie 5. That's how recent that movie is. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, what? Well, yeah, it's like 2013. 2013, um, yeah, you're right. Wow. And also, the ones without uh, Wayans are uh, Harvey Weinstein. Eek. Yeah, Har- Harvey Weinstein comes on board as the Wayans come off, ironically enough. Well, uh, gosh, maybe I'll save Brenda and that damn movie scene for mm-hmm. a Regina Hall Listen. segment, but good grief, that movie theater scene. Oh, uh, I'm hilarious. glad we got that video because you know what? I love that so much. All right, next up. White chicks, huge staple in the Wayans family. We they play this shit all the time. Like it just came out. You can turn on your TV. White chicks is on. We're always talking about it. We're always laughing, making a reference. Oh my God! You want to talk about mothers? You want to talk about um, yeah, White Chicks is huge. I mean, when I say, like, they hit it, they hit it at the park with this one. And the thing about it is, I don't think it's technically their best work, but it is definitely their most pop, their most pop culture pop heavy, culture, like, yeah. phenomenon for sure. Yeah. Definitely and, super crossover. And to be completely honest, I think that's, that has more to do with Terry Crews than it has to do with almost anything else. Terry Crews and A Thousand Miles. Yeah, like, that Thousand Miles thing was really, really it. It sent it where it needed to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between that and, like, um... So I'll often drop 
uh, It's Tricky by Run DMC mm-hmm. at weddings. Everybody in the world knows that song because of that dance scene in that movie. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And that's something that probably would not have happened. That was ironically good for Run DMC. Um, and I mean, just it never ends with that. We just, we just, we were just watching it like a week and a half ago. Or yeah, and Julian yeah. hadn't seen the shit. That's so weird. And <laughs> All goofy. the way through. That's so goofy. <laughs> Imagine That's you're watching white chicks right now in 2019, and it's a nigga asking questions about it. Like, wait a minute. So it's real girls that they supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, like that was so ridiculous that he did not know that. But what I want to say is that, like, it was terrible makeup. It was terrible. There's so oh, many yeah. things with that with that the movie. The aesthetics that are, are terrible. You are not selling being real white women like at all. Cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see. I mean, honestly, that's also a big movie for, for Vanessa Carlton. That song was a hit as it was, but I think people probably associate that song more with white chicks than they do with anything else. Absolutely. Um, next up is Little Man. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make that, make that noise. 2006. It was just on recently. It John was. John Witherspoon is in it. Sean so, and Re- is it Regina? Oh, no. I, no. As, as, Who is it? Is it it's it's, it's, it's Essence? Hold on. Brief, brief moment. We're a terrible journalist. We don't Brief know anything moment, about the movie we're talking about. Um, who is it? Who is it? Who, who it is? is. <laughs> what is that from? Who is it? Oh, uh, Cosby Show. Uh, whatever. He says, Rudy, when you go outside, whenever I say who is it, you say who it is. Who is it? Who is it? Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. Okay. So <laughs> I can't she, hear her name without thinking about that face that she's making in that fucking movie now. Y'all not going to do my girl like that. So I am not even going to acknowledge Woo! that you said a thing. That's funny. Okay. Sean Wayans character and Carrie Washington are together. They go to adopt a child. The child ends up being Marlon Wayans and he tries to rob them blind. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a little person and he has a grown ass face. But that's besides the point. Yeah, it's um, it's shenanigans. You know, it fits into a lane of shenanigans. Things. I think my dad really likes this movie, but y'all can have that shit. I, I mean, it, it's not. You're not gonna not laugh at all. It's just not great. <laughs> I mean, they bring back the Brittany, concept is so ridiculous. They bring back Brittany Daniel, um, Tracy Morgan's in this. Okay. And David Allen Greer, of course, the fam. Oh yeah. Um, which he shows up in the next film, right? Dance yes. Flick, two thousand nine. We stand. We actually do stand. Yeah, this we this didn't one know is funny. it until recently. This, that some fu- this is some funny shit, and I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, like Jazz and I mentioned before, with Scary Movie One, we are very familiar with those movies that they're spoofing, and Dance Flick is spoofing dance movies, which uh, alike, I think Jazz and I have seen them all, and yeah. like, it's, it's enough for us to be like, oh, I get it. That's funny. Aha! Now, Dance Flick is a damn. Fool. And it's funny. Like, you can't beat the opening scene, them doing You Got Served. Yeah. It's like extreme it's funny. dancing, like extreme. Ugh. It's funny. Essence Atkins plays um, Carrie Washington's character in Save the Last, Last Dance. Dance. I wish See, I could now, remember. I was wondering. Chanel. Chanel. Sh- not I was Chanel, wondering, Chanel. When you asked me if they did Honey at all, I was wondering if they were going to, like, blend character traits from Joy Bryant and Carrie Washington together. But I don't remember Joy Bryant having anything significant going no, on in her life. In not Honey, really. So there's nothing for yeah. her to spoof. It, okay. Essence Atkins did a 
phenomenal job playing that role. She, she might was carry hilarious. It. She might carry that movie. She was hilarious. It, it might be more her movie than it is Damon Wayans Jr.'s, who he's technically the star of that film. Yeah. But I think because Essence is a veteran, I think they might they may have been set up in a way where it's like she'll be able to help you get this the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. To be fair, uh, I was wildly attracted to that character. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I like, I really like. That's that ghetto shit you I've like. Got, I've got a soft spot for like hood rat things. I always have. It's, but my mom always makes fun of me. It's, it's a mood and a vibe. She I'm always not makes fun lie. of me. She, like, I'll never forget. We had did that long ago and somebody said, J.D. kind of likes hood rats. And my mom was like, you do kind of like ghetto girls. You always had to think for ghetto girls. And I was like, most, most, so most. So the Bow Wow. So the Bow Wow. Hey, like hot cars, <laughs> hot boys. What? Ghetto girls like hot boys. Rock hot they, cars. Like toys. Do. I don't know. But she was you in the she was in the kitchen. The bomb Kool-Aid. Drink. Yes. They got braids. Oh. In the kitchen uh. fixing mom's Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Because you know what the thing about it is what ghetto girls is. I like them G. H-E-T-T-O. They also matter of fact. You know what I'm saying? You know a ghetto girl ain't lying to you. That's why I like it. Because look, look, at the end of the day, and this is kind of a sidebar. We might take it out, but I think it's something to take note of. Because I actually had this conversation with my grandmother not a few months ago, not too long ago. Because she was talking about, we were talking about sexual assault. And I was like, I've been so blessed to never have been in a situation where I wasn't clear about what I was doing. But I date black girls. So I don't really have those kind of problems. Because the women that I date are very straightforward. I, I've never been with a woman who was like, I don't know, maybe. A, a, ghetto, a, a ghetto girl will tell you right to your face, yes and or no. <laughs> and I love that shit. We love consent. Yeah, I, there's no I said question. date like I'm not one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you, you, I mean, um, no, no, Jazz is ghetto, but she's got a little money now, though. Don't get it twisted. You coming up a little bit. You get a little bourgeoisie, nigga. Wait a minute, where? Where's that? I need to go get it. Is it unclaimed money? Because I don't know where. Where is that? <laughs> I can't say this on the air, but keep okay. talking. <laughs> um, um, oh, we do have to address a little bit of a problem with the movie. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Me saying a little bit, just I think people might not. I'm talking to the camera. Like, I want to talk to it a little bit. I'm talking to you and I'm talking to the camera. It's a camera team. What is going on? What? No. <laughs> you want to talk to the camera? I didn't. Yes, you do. Ghetto girls like hot cars. (laughs) What is a weave exactly? (laughs) As I was saying, we do have to address um, a little bit of a problem. And I say a little bit because I just think y'all don't watch this film. Uh, It's lost upon you because you ain't seen this shit. And if you did, you saw it years ago where we were not as uh, aggressive about our issues that we have now. to say aggressive is well, go ahead. Okay. Um there's the scene where the white chick goes into the car to do the change like in Save the Last Dance and she comes out in full blackface. 
um, I'm surprised this has not like resurfaced, and I hate to be the reason it resurfaces. Ooh, almost. Are we gonna go what viral? If, Let's go back. <laughs> Say that into the camera. <laughs> tell, them the, tell them the news about the blackface. Go ahead, yeah, drop, drop the bomb. Okay, well, break, breaking news, my niggas. Yes, <laughs> the white girl comes out the car in full blackface, and I don't know how this. Has not been rehashed. So I did a Twitter search and everything. Like somebody has had to have said it, and it was only a few tweets. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if there is something we're missing here, or people I, just have not seen this film. People may <laughs> they may have just not seen it in a little while. Um, but not only that. So I'm wondering where you guys stand with this because I, I'm not going to give anybody any passes. I don't give passes. I don't give passes. I don't invite people to cookouts. And I don't protect anybody at all cost at all. I refuse. But what I will say is, is that them getting the go ahead to to do that by a black, you know, writing crew and director. Right. Does that make this a little less of a thing? Because I mean, I, I I don't I don't I never agree with that logic when it comes down to the N word at all. Because I was about but, to say, there's been a lot of times where uh, white people in movies say nigga, and in, it's a black movie and. Like it happened in Scary Movie. In Scary Movie 2, the Ooh. opening, all of them are sitting around the piano and they're singing, uh, shake your ass, but watch yourself. Yeah. And the guy, the white guy goes, I thought I told y'all niggas before. Oh, y'all niggas. Yeah. He to, says to be fair, it. that happens a decent amount of times in media in general. Yeah. Where, and we and I think we we give passes for context. You know, where we're kind of like, mm, you know, the context of this is that he shouldn't have said it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's, the context of this isn't necessarily that she shouldn't have been in blackface, but Jazz and I did debate whether or not it was even actually the actress that was playing that role coming I, out in blackface. No, I mean, I guess there will be uh, the community of people that say, well, she shouldn't have agreed to it. She should have not it. even been comfortable doing it. See, now, why would you do that if the population of whom you're afraid of offending is paying you to give to, to do the go ahead. I'm saying that's why she was okay with it, but I'm right. saying there's still gonna be people that they're gonna come from every angle. It doesn't matter. They're well, gonna still they're still gonna look at her like why'd you do that? It don't matter. I agree. I, I wanna say that the beef here would be necessarily with the with whoever wrote it. I'm not say whoever wrote it. I'm I'm not gonna say it, the Wayne specifically wrote that bit because there's really no way to tell. But whoever wrote that bit I think is who I have the problem with. But <laughs> This this shit right here, my nigga. <laughs> this shit right here. Crypto kind of killer like. No, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, this on us discussing this on the heels of that Julia Roberts playing her Harriet Tubman. Oh, shit my is God. some wild stuff. Now, is that a real quote? Like, is that something that really is a thing? Okay, so I want to say this because I said this ex these exact same words. Tell the people what you're saying though. Oh, okay, what you're talking okay, okay. about. Last night, right? La yes. I mean, in our hours, yes. <laughs> in our hours. Um, it it's funny because at any given point in time, I'm not sleeping where I live. And Jazz is not sleeping where she lives. We see some shit that we bring up the next day because we both wasn't sleeping. Anyway, I saw this shit in the middle of the night about Julia Roberts having potentially being casted for the role of Harriet Tubman in the, in the Harriet movie, movie Harriet movie. And I have two or three things to say about that. Short things. One. There's no reason why a Harriet movie should have ever been made. There's no way you could tell that story correctly. This is crazy, stupid. Um, secondly, I, I paralleled this to a thing I saw on the internet where little kids were playing basketball and they were had to put on Tim's and jeans 
at the Knicks game during halftime. You know, these little gags, the games. Mm-hmm. And there's this game that you can play where these kids, like the the New York basketball game, like be as New York as possible. Mm-hmm. So like a little white girl's running, she puts on some Tims, puts on some jeans, puts on a big white tee and shoots the basketball. And she's like, the most New York uh, dunk ever or something like that. And everybody's like, this is racist, isn't it? Right? So the issue with that, just like the Julia Roberts thing, is that those kind of ideas should never leave rooms. They like, you know, they're bad ideas. You can have an idea. Is that terrible that what? she did that? What? The jeans, Tim's? And yeah. That oh, she, it, it's, just up for, it's just up for debate whether or not it's racist or not. Because people are just like, well, do, do white people walk around New York wearing Tim's tall tees and jeans? Uh, no, but I think it is a very known thing that that is kind of like the street culture. I don't know. In the black I, community though, right? So only black, like it can't, okay. Well, I mean, I okay, you. you from the South, so so name some shit that we do that you might be like, because I, mean, I told you a couple episodes that I'm not playing Beyonce's Before I Let Go or Frankie Beverly's Before I Let Go at a Caucasian function because it's not, it's really, it's not a part of their culture. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily want to see it. It's squeamish for me, if, if nothing else. Maybe it's not racist. It's uncomfortable. Okay. I would agree that this fits that criteria. I got Julia you. Roberts playing Harriet okay. Tubman is one person's idea that should have never, ever left the room. I just, I'm not buying it. I have to see, I need, I need some evidence. Who, where did it come from? I well, didn't click. And you're never I didn't click, get it. I didn't click any links. I didn't confirm that this was a real quote. I don't know if it's just a thing that was created by the internet. I don't know. But either way, it's also going at the same time the joke on Twitter is I'm going to tell my grandkids this and it's wrong as fuck. So, of course, they put a picture of Julia Roberts and said, I'm going to tell my grandkids this, this is Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Yeah. Um, right on time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, where were we? Dance flick. Dance oh, yeah. flick in conclusion. I don't know. I got a one more, two, two, two more things. Small thoughts. Okay. Marlon Go Wayne, for it. Marlon Wayans' character as the teacher, he killed it. He did a fantastic job did. with that. That how now, brown cow? <laughs> I've been saying that since the movie came out and could not remember where I got it from. I've said it before we started the podcast before. Jazz yeah. reminded me of that. And um, the teacher with the camel toe. her oscar you talk about some funny shit right there and she says in the beginning of she introduces the class where you see her you see this camel toe protruding through her <laughs> leggings it's and, doing what huh protruding through protruding. that I, it's huge listen generally speaking vaginas don't protrude that's just <laughs> one of those things like you use that for the other genitals most of the time you don't ever say girl you look at you over there protruding boy <laughs> trying to get the you and that monkey that's anyway um Yes. Her She's, camel toe is... She says, uh... Now, I'm sure most of you have heard that I have a huge... Con- <coughs> Excuse me. Country music collection. But that's irrelevant. That shit was funny <laughs> as hell. It's, they wrote it's that. A, it's a funny scene, because then she continues to roast the whole fucking class. And honestly, bombs. Not, not, not kind of funny. Big, big funny. Rude, rude, rude. Not even no holding back at all there. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, uh, funny movie, funny little spoof thing. And honestly, I wouldn't mind them going ahead and bringing that back one more time for something that's going on now. Let's we can keep the ball rolling on the Dance scary split. movie, scary movie esque. Um, yeah, a good old clashing of the parody films. Right. Because yeah. this this is the last of those kind of films. And I just want it to be noted that they created that format. 
Okay. The Wayans family created the format. They did. They they made the blueprint. They they are the we modern owe day. Them that. They are the modern day spoof talent of all of, of our time. They are they are the spoof family. They are. It, even Kim Wayans, her small part, funny as shit. She's the oh, guy hell that yeah. My door is always open from five o'clock to five oh five PM, at which point I usually take my three hour lunch. So if you miss me, you can catch me every other Tuesday of every other leap year from 4.45 a.m. to 4.47 a.m. Because just know I'm here to give you kids some guidance. Kevin, take that condom off. You know you can't feel anything with it on. Right. Ooh, these damn kids, they don't even know how to get low. That shit God, I got to help y'all with everything. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. funny. So, Dance Flick, if you have not watched that film recently, turn it on. You'll laugh. I promise. You will. Yeah, you promise. Uh, moving on, they went on to do more parody films. <laughs> they did A Haunted House 1 and 2, 2013, 2014. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I ain't seen them. I think I've seen a few clips of the first one, but I, I didn't watch them. I'm sorry. I've seen all of at least one of them. Sorry to these men. And they've been on, they've been honestly on Viacom's like radar lately. They've been coming up on, on MTV and or VH1. Every once in a while, whenever they whenever they find time to not play Set It Off or Meet the Browns, they're putting Haunted House up there. It's in the rotation right now. The little Man, too. But, uh, yeah, so can you say anything notable about this? Because I literally have nothing. Not far <laughs> off of Scary Movie. It just changes the, the template to more of a, a gorilla-style kind of video. Because Marlon's just really excited about having a camcorder. So like Blair bit. Witch in the house? Blair Witchy. Yeah, it's Blair Witchy. Cedric's in it. Um, some other comedians. Did you say Essence is in it? Essence yeah, plays? Es Essence is his wife in the first one, and he's with a white woman in the second one, which ah. is also interesting. Okay. Yeah, ultimately, like, it was... um. Because you made a stuff. good point, because I was like, okay, what would be the difference from Scary Movie and Haunted House? But... By then, though, they're done with scary movies, so I guess it could be more of a rebranding. Like I don't. It want is a rebranding. Yeah, it, yeah, it was part of a rebranding yeah. thing, more and, so. And like like Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch Project, yeah, it's, it's shot more like I'm holding a camera kind of thing. Cloverfield shit. Remember that? That's when that Got really you. first started happening. When people started doing that a lot more often, it's like mm -hmm. I captured this whole film on my phone, and it's crazy, you know, stuff like that. So it's cool. It's funny. Your boy is in it from uh, The Office. Um, Which one? Michael's best friend, the gross one, Todd Packer. Mm, yes, yep. he's in it, and he, he's got a bit about wanting wanting Marlon to sleep with his wife, like some cuckold stuff. That's funny. Of course. Yeah, it's okay. It's decent. <laughs> um. Then they did uh, Fifty Shades of Black in 2016. Yeah, I should take out my whole. They should do more spoof stuff. They haven't stopped. <laughs> they have not stopped even, yeah. even when remotely. You think about, like, even remotely. What you mean, bro? Yeah, like this is still happening, actually. Um, Fifty Shades of Black <laughs> is obviously a whole spoofing of Fifty Shades of Grey. It's pretty ridiculous. Not one of my faves, but there are very much some funny ass parts. I really kind of forced this movie on jazz, actually. Yeah. Uh, but literally for one bit and one bit alone. Yo, when you're done with Wendy Williams over there, jump on this game so I can shoot you in the face. I'm gonna be honest with you, Christian. She's not attractive. Like, the bitch look like she got lupus. Well, you look like a thumb that's been yanked out of somebody's asshole. Oh! <laughs> that's crazy. Go. Ha! I got nothing. Because I'm better than you. <laughs> okay, well, I got something I really want to show you. 
Oh my god, it's not more broke niggas, is it? No more broke niggas. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> so you just got to remember, it's a really quirky-ass girl. And she and some of his friends start to roast each other. And it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, it's not more broke niggas, is it? Um, so if you're going to watch the film, just watch that scene. That's what I suggest. <laughs> That's not nice. There's other, you and know they got to know we're going to talk shit sometimes. Like, okay. I don't love everything you do. You're great at what you do, but everything okay. don't hit like that. Everything don't hit like and that. And maybe it's going to hit for the people that, you know. Yeah, and, and something else I wanted to note is that Florence Henderson from Brady Bunch is in it being funny and, and gross as hell. <laughs> it's just so strange to me that they were like, they got the mom from the Brady Bunch to be in this film and to be uh, a sexual deviant. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's a, it's a spoof. Spoofy. Um, okay. Damon Wayans went on to do the Lethal Weapon TV show from 2016 to 2019. I think he might have left before the show ended. I can't remember. That that show was like cursed. I remember people, people kept talking about how cursed it was. They had so many problems on set. You yeah, know. Damon ended up leaving this show, but it lasted longer than. Okay, let me not say that. Um, would you? Would yeah. you? You want to say something? Wow, was it? Yeah, I. I'm not gonna lie. I did not watch, but it made it through a couple seasons. So good for them. I don't know all the drama behind why it why it ended. I couldn't tell you if it's a good show, but hey, if it made it to season two, it it was worth something. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't like Lethal Weapon up in the movie, so that's part of the really. It was played heavily in my household. Yeah, I mean, no, I've, I've seen it a few times. I don't think it's anything worth having rebooted, though. That's it's, my only thing. It's it's honestly shocking <laughs> I didn't watch it because how much I had to watch Lethal Weapon in my home. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things I couldn't connect with. Like, why? Why is this the thing? But hey, oh, uh, shout out to Damon. Do you? They also um, your girl was on it for a second. Who? Uh, Golden Brooks. Oh really? Yeah, she was replaced by somebody though. Hey, I'm like they, no! had, they had so many problems. Yo, I know the story. What's up? So there was a show called I think I brought this up before. I think I've talked about it on air. So there was a show called uh Hollywood Divas. Mm -hmm. And it's it uh followed like Golden Brooks, Countess Vaughn, Jada uh Paula J. Parker, yeah, etc. Et <laughs> um, and there is a whole right before it ended, I think it was the last I think they made it made made it to two seasons, maybe. Mm -hmm. And Golden Brooks, if you watch the show, she was not the most friendly person on the show. Mm. She got the audition. I can't remember specifically. She got the audition booked and then they dropped her at the table reading. I think oh, that's wow. how it went. Picked up another star from Keisha Girlfriends, Sharp. Keisha Sharp, who played William's girl yeah, yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um, so it was a whole thing on the show about that, how she like booked it and then they fired her. And that was only one of the issues because they fired the, the one of the main guys. They fired um, Clay Crawford. Right, clean crop. I, I don't mean, know none. I don't. That's all I know. And I as, as soon as it got mm -hmm. white, Jazz was like, "I have no idea what the hell you are talking about." Yeah, no, but there really was. So you brought that black shit. I was so. You confused. were like, "Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> I remember something about this." All of a sudden, <laughs> um, a black girl was involved, and this is what happened. Moving on, I have an apology to make officially. Episode two, three. 
episode three, Kendall and Gary were here, and we were talking about something at the very end of the episode. Kendall says, Jazz, have you seen Marlon's new show? Oh, okay. Yes. Marlon had a TV show. It lasted two seasons. I watched the first couple episodes, and I wasn't interested enough. I don't know why. I think it was just, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes things just don't stick. And I got this notion that the show must have not been good. I, well, recently, one of my best friends, Taylor, she was telling me how she was watching it. And I was like, you watch a Marlon show? Because it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she convinced me to start it over. And that shit was quality. And I feel bad that I didn't support it through because it is really the classic blueprint to a family show. It mm. had all of the elements to a show that you love. Essence Atkins plays his ex-wife. The, the storyline is that Marlon is like this big like um, online personality. So he films his whole life. And he recently divorced Essence Atkins character, but they kind of they're trying to maneuver that that fresh separation. And of course, Marlon is shenanigans. They have kids and it's just about them co-parenting and being kind of too close for people that's supposed to be separating. But it's really cute. Um, What is that girl's name there? There's the banter like uh, there's the banter like Pam and Martin mm-hmm, in it mm-hmm. with, with Brisha Webb. With Brisha yeah. Webb, yeah, yeah. And Brisha Webb, I think she's amazing. I, I think she's love great too. Brisha Webb, like I want to see her more. She's really you, good. You, you will absolutely see her more because I'm yeah. gonna tell you two things. Well, are you, you feel like you've wrapped up what you feel like you have to say about it so far. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I didn't watch this out of spite because they gave they gave the the Carmichael show slot to Marlon. And that bothered me because I was really, really rooting for Gerard because he's a hometown hero. And I and honestly thought they had a really, really funny show. Yeah. As Jazz knows very well, I, I run that back all the time. Yeah. Um, and this show, I'm sure, I've seen episodes. It's funny. It's a funny show. It's really good. I think my only criticism is that some of Marlon's, like, monologues were too much and not needed like sometimes yeah. every episode he went off on some kind of crazy rant or yeah. he did some kind of monologue and it was like that might be much but the show as a whole quality I if you I suggest you pull it up on Netflix if you like family comedy right. it's really good for that and I'll bring it back for this I'm going to go go back and give it another chance because there is a shining star out of that Diallo Riddle who was discovered by David Allen Greer who goes on to produce one of my new favorite black shows, Southside. Southside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One of the last things I want to bring up is Marlon again. Uh, sex tuplets. Mm-hmm. I just, it's the, I'll say this. Marlon is, he did a good job. He, I, there are definitely some shining scenes. Him playing his own like sister, brilliant. Him playing the sick kid, the the sick brother in the bed, brilliant. Like there is some funny ass scenes. I say watch it because you're you're gonna laugh. You're going to laugh at some of the shenanigans. It's that Eddie Murphy blueprint where he plays literally all the characters, mm-hmm. and he's just acting the fool. Did you watch it, JD? Uh, no, I did not. I keep trying to tell him to watch it <laughs> yeah. just because I want him to experience it. Yes, it's shenanigans, and yes, it's not the best made film but it is funny no you're <laughs> right I'm, I'm i'm going to give it a chance um we also we we brushed over 
the movie Naked, which is a Netflix thing. Yeah, it's part of I, I started Marlins it. I never deal finished with, with Netflix. Okay. Um, and we brushed over Second Generation Wayans, which was a show on BET that was about the younger Wayanses. Yeah. Um, and Junior was in it, yeah. Tony and all that. You remember yeah. that? That was like short. They're that also y- all in a uh, dance flick, but yeah, that's yeah, that point. that year where um, Kevin Hart's what's Kevin Hart's real husband? Yeah, real Ho- husband of Hollywood. Yeah, that year where that came out, or something like that. Second Generation Wayans was also on TV. <laughs> I do remember watching an well. episode or two. Yeah, but Marlon Wayans' Wokish is a stand-up special, and um, did you watch the stand-up I, special yet? I've heard things. We can watch it. Don't be volunteering me for shit. Don't no, I'm just kidding. Me no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're gonna have to give that a look. See, come back, tell the people how it was. Yeah. Marlon does have stand up. Go watch that shit on Netflix and support your guy. And Sean is supposedly about to start hitting the road doing some stand up as well. Yeah, they're kind of all doing that. Damon's on the road right now. Yeah, uh, Damon's, Damon's always, doing some shows. Yeah. Sean's about to do some shows. Marlon's doing some shows. Yeah. They going off. We love the Wayans family. They have brought some things. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what? I was telling Jazz earlier. I was Nobody's like, doing the kind of things they've done. Nobody's doing the kind of things they've done. And, you know, I think the biggest testament to how they operate is them not taking themselves too seriously. Right. Um, because, I mean, they, they have been uh, they've been criticized pretty heavily for, you know, the jokes varying, you know, sometimes being hit or miss, sometimes being too goofy, sometimes mm-hmm. being extremely physical versus, you know, like having a lot of political Actual, commentary and like, yeah. you know, because you know you got your Dave Chappelle's and you got your Wayans's and there's yeah. they're not the same kind of comedy, but they're they're comedy nonetheless. When you look at the bigger picture of it all, they are successful. They've made right. us laugh and they they've made their mark and. You can't deny that. And no matter how much of their work you like, there is something in there that is classic for you. And it, it's kind of something we can't super afford to do is to be like trying to only section black comedy off into like a highbrow kind of thing because that's not true freedom because white people have their Kelsey Grammers and they also have their Adam Sandlers. They're the two different, you know, sides of the spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. and that's completely okay. That's exactly how it should be for every single race. Yeah. Uh, and for Gina Rodriguez's sake, I want to include Latinx uh, people. They can, everybody should be able to do everything. I don't want to, that girl name up here. I don't want to, I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to make this just about black people getting their due in Hollywood. I want Latinx <laughs> people to get their due some in Hollywood too, so nobody say, will stop me. Some of y'all may say them niggas give you the heebie-jeebie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I, it was you who pointed out the fact that she didn't say the other words like that in that snap, though. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Like They was like, I love how she literally knew uh, no other words, but niggas give me the heebie-jeebie. For you to have the, the nerve, the unmitigated gall. To say I grew up loving that song, I've always sang that song. Seemingly, the only word you know in that song is "nigga," <laughs> so I don't really necessarily know. Like, here's it's the thing. like the it's next- not funny, but y'all, I'm mostly laughing at it. I'm sorry, it's the truth. I, I, I wish am. we, I wish we had like legitimate, like a show, like a Twitter court show. Whenever somebody ended up becoming like a hot topic on Twitter, VH1 every week should invite some panelists from Twitter to have that celebrity on so we can figure out what the hell went wrong. And you know what? That's there, a great idea. And I wonder if it's not made or if it's not a thing. I know they're okay. Here's see, the why thing. Can, why can when I have a great idea? You got to be like, no, no, somebody no, no. Somebody smart already came up with no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I promise you, there are two like 
there are there are court Similar. shows going on in that comedy community. Yeah, there is court type shows. Yeah. I don't know how deeply they get into issues. <sighs> if it's specific celebrity gossip, I don't know how yeah. it's set up. But there are like comedy court shows. But I think that's a good idea. Well, Put them on the stand. Yeah. We'll say what your consequences are. Yeah, I mean, okay, so VH1 brings back best week ever, and that's an addition. If for some reason that week somebody ended up being like T.I. would be on like last week probably. On, yeah. Gina Rodriguez, I would just have her on and say, hey, spit the rest of the verse. This is your favorite song. Let's go. One, two, three. Let's go. Ready or not. Come on, let's do it. Let's I like go. it. I like. You know I what I'm like saying? That. Like, I, I think that would be a great way for us to kind of find some middle ground with cancel culture. Yeah. You tired of being canceled? Why don't you come we on our court yes. show? We decide if you are how if you're gonna get canceled. Okay, first of all, we gotta decide if you are canceled. Yeah. And if you are canceled, is it forever or is it for this amount of time? And we can like, give them a sentence. A we can we can give we can give them a black Twitter sentence. We can be like, Hey okay. y'all, don't steal this idea. This uh copyright this shit real quick while we on break. <laughs> we giving out free game right now. You hear this? This is incredible. You guys are getting a once in a lifetime experience. Drum please forever. Forever. This is copyright. We we paused and we we called the people that you got to call and we filled out the forms real quick. Y'all can't take the idea. No, nah, you know what? <laughs> even even if it wasn't, it's still it's on air, so we good. This yeah. is ours. This is creative licenses and so <laughs> licenses and <isn't good. laughs> all that shit. All that shit. Yeah. Um. What did I try to say earlier? Mind bogglingly. <laughs> mind boggling. Mind bogglingly. Mind bogglingly. <laughs> mind bogglingly. Fuck words. So shout <laughs> again, another big round of applause, a huge shout out to the Wayans family. Thank you for all you have given us. We appreciate it. You've Ooh. made us laugh. We love it. Thank you. They're doing God's work in the sense that at the end of the day, the whole point was to spread joy and the and the and the give laughter, and that's mm -hmm. exactly what they did. Absolutely. Uh, and in this big age of mine now, and I'm creeping up on thirty, and you can totally tell because I'm being so forgiving to just virtually everything because now it has turned into a space where I'm like, hey, listen, whenever people from my community come out and do work that people like, whether it's for me, not for me, for somebody else, doesn't matter. If you're entertaining people and you're doing a good job at it gonna have my support as long as you don't um you know fuck it up with some trash don't like when i say trash i don't mean bad work i mean like do something ridiculous don't, in real life don't break any of don't fuck up any of my hills okay if you fuck up a hill i'll cancel you but if for some reason you are minding your business and minding your body and you're making great work that people enjoy turn it up turn that shit turn up. that tyler perry shit up too turn max all volume up. max turn volume find a black person turn them up so really briefly as we've discussed all of this weigh-ins shenanigans, we have to give a shout out to Regina Hall. Regina Hall had already started making her appearances in films. She, she was in The Best Man, and that was pretty notable. We don't yeah. forget her as Candy in The Best Man playing the stripper. She did that. She also, it was really low on humor, though. It's it funny. wasn't. They, it they was no. Really... This is the point I was gonna make. I know, but as funny as and, she was, they could have utilized her for something for and more. And then we, she showed up in Love and Basketball as the sister. Mm -hmm. Pretty, 
minor roles, but also important at the same time. You know what Monica I mean? Sister. Every time I think about that, I just think about her mama saying, it's just a game, Monica. And Monica being like, ooh, this, I'm going to count. Like, I mean, she did not like hearing that shit. Yo, her and her mama was going toe to toe. Baby. I don't know what's worse. It's just a game, Monica, or singing does not put food on the table. Singer does not ooh, pay the bills. Boy, black mom was yes, around that time. The, was, yes, the hell it were, does. Listen, that year was a black mama shoot down a dream year. They were like, you want to sing? For what? In the <laughs> choir? For Jesus? Get to the motherfucking books. Okay? That is a really You want to play basketball for health and you're good at it? You want your scholarship? Bitch, it's just a game. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Why, 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 why did those parents shoot down their kids? They both got like, they were both really good at what they did too. It like was. it was really discouraging. Oh, God. I love Regina Hall. So we I'm saw sorry. we saw her appear in those films. But it's notable to say that Scary Movie was her breakout as a comedic actress. Yeah. Because, like you said, those roles weren't funny. Yeah. So we got to see a whole different Regina in the Scary Movie films. We can chalk that up to Scary Movie. That fucking scene in the movie theater with the chicken bucket and she's... Uh, bootlegging it, talking, screaming in the movie uh, theater. Uh, yeah. Everybody's pissed off at her. I mean, she made that scene. Out my face. Hurt. <laughs> Yo, she, ooh, the, that scene. The way she tried to, like, Okay, all my life I have been watching people do variations of talking to the hand, right? You know it. You see, you see Martin doing Talk it. To the hand. You see Martin doing a little. Er, you see Jamie doing a skirt, doing all sorts of crazy shit. But whenever Regina Hall does that, I know you better get out of my face, out of my face, out of my face. This is all me up in here. You handle that. That thing, because she's like spraying you with ignorance. She's like, some people make you talk to the hand. She sprays you away in scary that, movie. That you love that shit. Funny thing about it, if you know what she's spoofing, she's spoofing Scream 2 in which Jada Pinkett dies in um, the movie theater. Yeah. But the thing about it was she was disrupting the movie so much that when the guy <laughs> killed her, everybody everybody started clapping because they were tired of her. She died in front of the theater. Everybody's like, yes. You know, everybody got in on it. They started beating her ass. <laughs> she has legitimate, and I'm going to say this out loud, and I want y'all to know, I think she has, like, dad charisma. She's funny without without having to work really hard at it either. Cause Absolutely. The, the more I think about her just doing, um, I I laugh when she says Cindy's name in that <laughs> movie. Cindy! <laughs> this is the way she says it. Cindy, the TV's leaking. The whole comedy, thing is just Comedy just stupid. literally is coming out her pores she's the like, only redeeming quality in that damn um michael ely joy bryant movie too what about last night about last night yeah oh she her she's and kevin hart kevin. no her and kevin hart they sparred and it was pair it was uh not parody they sparred and it was um fucking what is the word i'm trying to say not planned what do you call it improv yeah they sparred an improv comedy on that film and i think that is well i mean it Two things, and you can quote me on this. I think Regina Hall is funnier than Kevin Hart, and I think Kevin Hart is really funny. Absolutely, this is not me putting down Kevin Hart, but you know, like she's I, funny I, as shit. And I, I legitimately think Regina Hall could have, have like done stand up and kind of killed it. It seems like she would be really good at it because even in interviews, I'm like, this girl's phenomenal. 
Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I've always been attracted to her. I can't never be with her because she's she a my beautiful mom, woman. She my mom shared share her name. Uh, uh, so, you know, eh, can't do that. But um, And most recently, Girls Trip, uh, a stamp. Oh, and she's actually tame in that. She is. She has some funny moments, but Girls Trip, no, she's not. What? I'm I'm just blown away at how she is Tiffany Haddish in all of those other films, and she let Tiffany have Girls Trip the way she did. Oh, at, you know what I'm saying? Is, like that's know, a that's real thing. That I don't I don't think people think about the fact she, that it's really sort of a screen. She can go toe to toe with Tiffany Haddish as that role, but well, she, see that that's Tiffany Haddish's best. It really yeah. is, and Tiffany Haddish is great. I think she leaves a little bit to be desired as an actress per mm-hmm. se. But whenever they give her roles where she gets to be herself, like really, really, really to a T, she kills it, right? And yeah. that was a breakout film. It it set it set the ground, the blueprint for her entire career. Yeah. And to be completely honest, you have to thank almost Regina Hall specifically because while Queen Latifah and Jada dabble in comedy things, they are not the comedic relief in their in their lanes. I agree. Regina Hall is that. Regina Hall. Could, I agree. Five years previous to Girls Trip, Regina Hall would have been Tiffany Haddish's character. Yeah. And then another big film she did recently, Little, which has Marseille Martin, mm-hmm. and it also has Issa Rae. I would say Issa Rae kind of goes into that lane with Regina where she could do, she could do polished and normal, but she is also funny as shit. Hers is more quirkier, but she, yeah, I, I about think to say, she's yeah. funny. I yeah. think she's funny, I- though. Issa Rae is a, is a brand new character. She's a brand new, like a fresh character she in comparison can. to everything we've ever seen in comedy because she's kind of an adult and you kind of like don't get childish vibes from her but she's got a lot of funny shit going on mm-hmm. and they're going to they're probably going to i won't say typecast her but they definitely are going to like kind of zach galifianakis her where it's like a do you whenever they turn on the the camera for her you know what i'm saying like isa they're gonna I like guess, just let her but da- you know her latest film that's coming out on valentine's day it's Looks it's a little, di- it's a little s- serious but what we're gonna find out is how funny romance really is i almost guarantee it maybe i almost guarantee it because i think that's kind of what she's been doing she's kind of been destigmatizing how serious relationships are and how much funnier they actually are than we give them credit for mm-hmm. that's fresh we love that but we're going to go back to, to Ooh, regina What's regina up? yeah the best man holiday you like her mm-hmm. role becomes bigger you know, I, I got to see it again. It's been a minute, but it's, it's the best man season. is pretty minor. But then in Best Man Holiday, she's actually married to the guy, so she becomes more of a big player in right. the game. So we got to see her in that more. Yeah. Uh, she did win the bow breaks with uh, Morris Chestnut. Oh yeah, and she's serious in that too. So yeah. she 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 really she expresses range, a lot of range actually. When you really think about it, and you can kind of you can kind of let her do. What's whatever. really crazy about her is that for the lane of act uh, actresses is not a thing anything. Uh, anymore but for the lane of actors that she's in she's five maybe six years behind them technically and you don't even notice it really you don't know because her you like people they box her in with gabby and sanai and nia Mm -hmm. and tay and morris chestnut just like a like like isa and lakeith's parents you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. if you want to say isa ray lakeith stanfield little rail a generation up morris Mm -hmm. all of them right Regina Hall technically is one of the later uh, breakout stars out of that group. I mean, Sanaa, I think she started in The Best Man, too. Um, she was acting before, though. She, I think she probably yeah, did minor things yeah, before. Yeah. But. She, she's a theater girl, too. So, I mean, I, I guess I didn't really super include Sanaa because 
because of her family name. Yeah, yeah her family name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you're right. But Sonia Lathan's role is already bigger in Best Man than Regina's was then because yeah. she was already kind of a known uh, person in that arena, I think. Mm-hmm. But but to be fair, my, my thing with that is that Regina Hall getting the looks, because she's minor characters until Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much me saying that the Best Man is where she started. Scary Movie is where she started. To yeah. me, as far as actually being like having a crossover comedic yeah, actress appeal, that, that I mean, that has some crossover right, to it. Right, right. So. Everybody had had a big film prior to to the year two thousand, mm-hmm. uh, but Regina starts at the millennium. Technically, I think that's amazing. Yeah, shout out to Regina Hall, man. Please keep keep yeah. doing what you're doing because you are amazing at it, and I just think. We don't see her so much on a personal level like some well, hey. entertainers. And <laughs> I love that gift. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I love she kills it. She looks so authentic. So it, it just reminds me that I don't know a lot about her personal life. I I'm like okay. I'm okay with that. But it's just like I'm realizing like I don't really know so much about her on a personal level. But I know one thing. She is amazing at what she does. And she got a lot of life ahead of her. And... Thank you, Regina Hall. And Shout out to you. We love you, Regina. All right, we're bringing back something we have not done in a while. And why haven't we? Um, it's so fun. I don't know. I think just time and time is slipping away from me. Yeah. See, that's not even my bit. I did that just to set you up. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't know why we haven't done it in a while. Maybe some of our topics haven't been one gotta goy. I don't know. I love how much you are talking with your hands. It's girl. what I do. They say they say the way to, to tell somebody's telling the actual truth is if they're talking with their hands. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'll be telling the truth all the time. Let me I am tell an you honest something. person. Let me tell you something. My I hands be old. right up in my lap sometimes. <laughs> without this bit. Where was you last night? I wasn't doing shit. <laughs> Them eyes get shifty, <laughs> them hands still as fuck. It was I win. You lying. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's okay. bring it back. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Scary movie, the franchise. Yes. <laughs> Especially one and two. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Um, white chicks. The franchise. <laughs> don't be a menace. To society while drinking your Yo, apple juice in the hood. Not your apple, apple juice. Apple. Why'd don't, you say that? I That's I w- childish. Are we going to the store after this? Huh? Get some apple juice. You got an idea now? No. no. Can we focus on one gotta go? All right. Let me start over because you know, scary movie, the franchise, especially one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> White chicks mm-hmm. don't be a menace mm-hmm. to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Mm-hmm. Major pain. Them franchise boys. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Um, it always kills me because I always think about me saying this, the franchise, this, the franchise. You going, the franchise. <laughs> hey, hey, that's who they are. They are, I mean, technically the Wayans brothers are them franchise. They are them franchise boys. They are them franchise Shit. boys. They they're got also, mad franchises. They're also a player circle. Listen. They're also down for life. <laughs> D4L. Um. Let's go. They're also outcast, if you want to be honest. All right. <laughs> a tribe called Wayans. Let's just keep it going. I'm joking. 
Um, that is actually really fun, and I wish my brain functioned faster so that I could have joined in on the fun, but that was quality day. I try. You know, I'm a DJ, baby. Listen, uh, I'm letting go. Don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. That title just too long. You know what? I don't want to tell people that's my favorite movie because of the title. Okay, so in this world where we ask our in Alexa. World. Oh, my God. That's so good. Thank you. Oh, my God. You like that? Shit. Did I sound like Jazz. That? Did she I sound do voice work? I sounded like that. Hell yes. Hell yes. Oh, shit. Golly. I got a new career. Cree uh, Summer over here <laughs> doing voices do, and shit. I can do voices. Like, I'm pretty good at voices. I don't really practice it as much as I used to, but I used to do voices a lot. You know, we should talk about this. <laughs> I hope we find time. Do you think we could talk to each other after the podcast, maybe? Possibly. Yeah, maybe I might not. hear from you. Because also time is, is slipping, slipping away, away from us. And I have a place to be, honestly. Well, this is all your fault anyway. Okay. Um. Okay. No, You're letting be, go. Don't be a Don't menace. be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Mostly because of the fact that I don't think it's aged as well as I would have liked for it to. Uh, it's funny. Um, and I get the, I get the spoof. I, I completely understand why. Um. They made that. There was something else I was going to note, damn it, before I started acting stupid. I'm Go ahead. I'm so sorry. It's not I'm your sorry fault. sorry to this man. I said in a world where, and you said in a world. Uh, yeah, my bad. Now, my brilliance I? really fucks you up. I'm so sorry. It often does. Mm -hmm. Um, But that... Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Maybe we'll come back. I am going to let go of major pain. Um, I don't think this one ages as well as the mm. others. I think Don't Be a Menace. I don't know. I think I laughed a lot. Well, major, that major movie pain recently. was a staple of major my pain, childhood. Though. It is in mine too. I've watched the movie a lot in my childhood. I don't know if I connect with it now. I don't think I love it as much as our community does. Yeah. Because our community loves this film, and I just. You know, honestly, I, I really think that it's kind of aging out because I, I don't think. I'm not you, running it back. It's not, will, a, it's not a film that's been being passed on. I will watch "Don't Be a Menace" tomorrow. Like I would do. So. It. I'm not going to change my my selection, but I think Jazz is on to something about the fact that you can potentially catch Don't Be a Menace on television every once in a while. You will almost never come across Major Pain, ever. I don't know. I think they might play it on the uh, movie channels. You just don't got them. First of all, <laughs> rude. Secondly, um, secondly, maybe I feel on the movie like channels. HBO or Star. I've seen Don't shit. Be a Menace on a Viacom station within the past year. Yeah, that's for sure. And honestly, that's the indicator of what they think people are going to sit through. Yeah. So if, if Major Pain hasn't been popping up on your Viacom rotation, or your Viacom throwback rotation, if the year goes by, especially the holidays, because you know they love to treat us to some good old throwback movies during Niggas the holidays. at home. Let's put on Don't Be a Menace. When it starts snowing <laughs> in New York, oh, my God. When them niggas take snow days... They put on that damn tape. They like roll them. <laughs> put on some black shit. Put on some Jewish shit. These niggas gonna laugh this day. Um, um, and yeah, I don't think Major Pain is, is going to make the cut on VH1 anytime soon. Okay. Uh, so uh, we like to know what you guys think about what's going, what's staying. Um, and uh, you know, I hope I hope you're doing well. I hope that you know you fed your gigapet today. Um, Tamagotchi. Yeah, Tamagotchi. I hope that your animal is still alive. I, I hope you I hope you're keeping track of all your beanie babies. I do. I hope you know where all of them are. I hope your collection of Barbie dolls are safe. I hope they're in that house doing fun things and that limousine doing fun things. Mm. Um Hope you're getting ready uh for Y2K. Oh uh, gosh. <laughs> Woo, I don't coming. know how many episodes we got left, JD. <laughs> Y2K is coming. 
we got to wrap this show soon. The uh, bug is coming, baby. It's coming. You're going to get stuck in the matrix. We love you guys. Hit us up on our social media. Say hello. Drop some comments. Ooh, we love I, you. I didn't bring it up, but at some point, we got to talk about how amazing Titanic was. It just came out. Okay. <laughs> All right, J.D. Just, it was over, okay? Way too far. It was so over. I went way too far. Oh, Jesus. Bye, y'all. Mm-hmm.